G'day boys, welcome to episode three and we're up and running lads. How's the week been, Chano? Fantastic as usual. It feels like we haven't even left here. How quick has seven days gone? Well there's been a bit that we've uh, covered off, you know, we've learned a bit. I think we've learned a bit. Good round one, wasn't it? Great round one, great round one. Do we just forget sometimes that round one's not bad anyway generally because teams don't have a real good cider of, of one another anyway. Um, teams aren't fit, they're not match-hardened, so they tire a lot easier, that sort of stuff. What do you reckon? It's, well, it's one of the hardest games of the year because everyone wants to, wants to win that first game. Yeah. Um, and then you get, get to finals. Um, those guys are stuffed. And because the quarter's a bit longer than last, last season, as they know, as we know, um, you saw some um, fatigue set in, especially with the, the lower rotations, yeah. 75. That's a big impact. I still like the games I saw. I like some quality yeah. of games. It was good to be back at the games, though, eh? Oh, it was great. I went in on Friday night to see my side get beat, but that's another story. Mate, did you um, smash as many dim as you've done in the um, the entree here tonight before we started the recording? Had a little go at it. A did bit you, bit. mate? i tell you what I did notice, though. You know, you talk about recency bias. I thought Thursday night I watched Richmond Carlton thought, oh, geez, the longer game. I think I prefer the shorter game. Come Sunday, I was back in love with the game again. I couldn't care how long it went. I was loving it. It was good. And good footy. I saw some good football. Yeah. The, um, um, what about the, your punting, mate? Um, Could be in a bit of trouble look, already, mate. Jump, is, lead, win. Is that what it was? <laughs> Something, Something like, like that, that mate. Um, I think steal, borrow as much money as you can. I think someone at work actually had, um, their battery went flat and they said something about a jump and a lead or something like that. Mate. <laughs> not sure they felt like they were winning though. So my disclaimer is there was always going to be a surprise in round one. I thought it would be Frio. I was wrong. Clearly it was Adelaide and Sydney. And Sydney. Yeah, but, three others, um, mate. And Frio had a few out. I didn't realise on when we recorded this, how poor their side was going to be. Do your research. Well, it was days out. I just want to say, like, we've spoken about resilience through COVID last year, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, the Turtle and myself did have a chat on the weekend after the performance of the Freo. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were a little bit worried about you, whether you'd actually show up tonight, whether you'd be here with us. And I tell you what, Mate, you've done a great job because we were a little bit worried about you. And I'm doubling down this oh, week. Oh, no. Show. Don't worry about that. Hey, that's after you double. That doesn't count, mate, because I thought you doubled down. Um, I'm doubling the double, double down. Double, double. Mm. And what about um, the boys from um, from St Kilda made it back to Melbourne on a boat? It's um, It's been a little bit wet up north, mate. Poor Sydney. Hey? Poor Sydney. What, Sydney? No, Sydney beat Brisbane. No, I'm just talking about the weather. New South Wales, Sydney. Jesus Christ. But that guy, How much rain have they had? They've had lots, but it's, that's just a, that's the... Overrated that city, mate. It's probably <clears> saved <throat> you some money, actually, because Rose Hill was cancelled or postponed. Oh, it means some the, others can get into the field this they, week. Mate, they were racing at Orange, day. mate. There was the Orange Cup preview. Avoca. Avoca. There was some good regional punting, mate. Country racing's back. I love it. Ballarat. Yeah, no, it was good. So, tonight, uh, what are we doing, boys? We'll cover off our round one review. Now... We were meant to do a bit of research because we promised you that we'd give you a bit of a download on um, making their mark as a, a little sub-segment of Turtle TV, but we'll, um, we'll roll that over to, to our next episode. Um, already, Shane and, and Tex are a bit tired, so we're going to have next week off, uh, but we'll be back uh, in preparation uh, for round three after Easter. It'll be good. Um, we're also going to... Get back in touch with some of our tweeters. A few of them got a bit active. Um, we'll talk about them a little bit later. Um, and if they want to make, if they do want to continue to touch base with us, where did they go, Shane? 
Ah, by Coach and Tex. Magnificent. All right, boys, let's oh, let's get into it. You ready to well, go, Charles? One of our listeners played his first game in the weekend, so we might talk about that a bit later too. Oh, correct. Yes, yes. no, yes. we should have a segment on him. Yes, I reckon, but we'll mm. talk about that later. We will. Yeah. Mm. Carry on. What a first round. <clears throat> Big takeaways? Um, I love the kick 100 points you win. Like high scoring. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed that. So how many teams... Um, scored over 100. Um, I, reckon, I reckon maybe four, three or four. I would guess that. Yeah, I think off the top of my head. My guess is that four, after... You're right. Four. Okay, Richmond so, would have scored the highest with a one. No, nah, no, no. no uh, I think Sydney were the highest. Sydney, Sydney and Port Adelaide. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm yeah. trying to think who else scored yeah, over 100. Tigers. Um, maybe West Coast, maybe. No, um, they lost. Okay. Swans were the most with 125, Port 117, okay. Richmond 105, and Adelaide 103. Okay, there you go. All okay. right, I didn't think anyone scored under us and under 100. But my guess will be is that consistently you'll be lucky to get more than one or two teams to score over 100, even with these new rules going forward. Each week? Correct. I reckon the other way. Yeah, I like the other way. You reckon way. it'll increase? I think it'll increase, and I think um, the style of play that the sample that we saw on the weekend, I liked it, and I think the fatigue factor will start to hit them, um, and I reckon we'll see that round three or four, and I think we'll see more teams, most teams, kick over 100 points. Yeah, so, I do too. So I reckon they're going to get fitter. They're going to get more match fit, so yes, there'll be a, a level of fatigue, but why do people think that more goals are going to be scored when all the players are tired? I mean, I know they'll make mistakes. One of the but... key things that I noticed from the games was there's less congestion. Yeah, and I thought there was more free-flowing. Absolutely. Um, like Thursday night, I thought that was the best, and I didn't see every game, but I thought that was the best game that I saw Thursday night. Oh, Sydney-Brisbane was a cracker. And so didn't Brisbane have kicked 90, 94 points and lost. I would have thought Essendon and, and Hawthorne was a good game for a whole bunch of reasons. Still ended up being high-scoring. and yeah. had two two surges. Yeah. Um, I didn't see a lot of that game. I just saw some of the highlights. But um, I, I honestly, I think coaches will... I mean, you saw what Buckley did uh, very quickly after... The Bulldogs got the jump. They just loaded up the back line. And I think you'll find more more, more um, clubs, particularly as the season goes on and they don't want to get flogged, are going to flood, um, go back. Um, so 666 will help at the start. But after that... But coaches for years have been coming up with ways to correct. get around whatever the rules are. Yeah. That won't change. The only thing I didn't like was the player on the mark who's on the mark at a set shot at goal, the defender, is, is irrelevant. I think you shouldn't have to stand still if you're on the market, etc. Other than that, I liked it. I thought it was attacking. They came inside. They kicked more goals. Mm. A lot of it I like. I know you're going to talk about the medical subs separately. That's a different one. But I thought the on-field rules, really good. Well, Ollie Wines got penalised for jumping yeah. on the mark. The guy had a set shot on goal. Missed. 50 metres. Bang. But didn't Hinkley say on that one? You, you probably saw the same snippet that I did. But I think Hinkley said that they reckon they'll, they'll, they'll common sense will start to the player if you're just jumping up and down. I think going east west type thing that's a different story, mm. uh, particularly when you're not kicking directly in front. So if you're on an angle, if you've got a guy who's going to move more towards the inside of the ground because the player might run out, um, they have to start in that spot when they get called to stand. And if they stop there, then um, it's forcing the player, even if he goes around, uh, to move around. Why not, why not be able to do anything you like on the mark if they're having a shot on goal? I it's think just, just confusing. It's just another thing for the umpires well, to worry about. It's, just it's, not, a, it's, it's not a big issue. It's not a big issue. Players will get used to it. Well, it is. I'll work it out. I'll tell you why. Because you're f- 
If I lost by eight and the guy's 50 out, I can't kick at 50, all right? But if the guy's, if the guy's standing 48 metres from goal and he can't move until the guy says, the umpire says, why not? I'm getting five metres on him. Correct. I'm kicking from 40 to yeah. 45. Yeah. I'm going to kick a goal. Good. Ridiculous. Well, but that, people Absolutely want Absolutely ridiculous. Okay. All right. Ooh. Steady on. Uh, you've got Is that like the dirty eel, mate? What's the guy over the dirty eel? What's the line? The stinky eel. Don't get wound up early. I'll tell you what I don't like as a supporter. I don't like watching the game and you have no idea whether a free kick's going to be paid or not. And there's two instances where I'm totally confused. One is a deliberate rush behind or not. I don't oh, think they've got any idea Thursday about night. how a defender is under pressure And deliberate out of bounds. I saw a number of times on the weekend where a player kicked for distance and I didn't think last year it was paid deliberately out of bounds and this year it was. They are red hot on that. If you so, Mate, did you watch the finals? That, that, game, that preliminary final, Richmond and Port Adelaide, um, they were all over that. It's just too much, I think. Uh, it moves the game along. It's okay. Mm. I mean, I think... The interesting one for me was the kick-out with that additional space. Um, again, stealing a stat from one of the footy shows last night, um, they said that scoring from the back 50 now has jumped up, like the percentage from yeah. kick-out actually going yeah. into inside 50 as a direct yeah. uninterrupted flow right. has like jumped up by 13 or 14%. I, I think that's it's like great, a big though. number. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I think stuff like that, the, going back to the longer course, players will get used to it on... But I'm prepared to have a punt on that one. I reckon there won't be that many teams to score over 100 going forward. All right, let's have a let's have an interest in that this week in round two. So in round one, four teams kicked 100. Yep. Let's see if there's more or hmm. less in round two. I'm going to say on no. notice, mate. And round three, since we're not here next week, so you've got two more extra weeks okay. of of um of stuff to to go nice. and look at. What about the the concussion sub? Didn't take well. It wasn't a concussion sub. It became a medical substitute as you broke. On this program last week, text as you walked in the door, he said, "This is what they're saying." It took them another two days to work it out, but I still um, think they haven't got it right. I don't know why they just don't have that extra player on the bench and say, "Use it for whatever." Um, Thursday night they had um, Silvani and who was the Richmond sub that was forced? Was uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't. Let me go back a few years when we used to have twenty players in a team. Yeah. We added two players for what reason? I don't know. Why? For more rotations. Mm. More running ability. In case someone got injured. Treaty, I think, said, was the one. Correct. Yeah. Right? And now we're going to another player. Like, where does it stop? Yeah. I mean, it's in, just... In 10 years' time, we'll have 28 players. It makes no sense from the point of view that... Really? If they're talking about fatigue and all of that, I'm, I guarantee you, as coaches start to work this part of a rule out, all that sort of stuff, they will. It'll restrict scoring. Um, fatigue, um, my yeah, like, I mean, Seriously. The, the, it's an endurance um, game. But um, having said that, Soft. what about um, the, I guess, the broader concussion discussion, I guess, that it, it started and then, bang, um, biggest name in the, in the AFL decides to, um, to take out one of his old teammates. What do you think of that one, Shane? He's caught three weeks, by the way. Mm. His old teammate? Um, Luke Brown. Was, oh, sorry, Jake Kelly. He used to play with Dangerfield when he was at Adelaide. Oh, I wasn't sure if that, he was there then. I think he might oh, have started. He was, he was, yeah, they lived together, after. apparently. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well, yeah, well, Danger was trying to manage protect manage himself. We can't manage Wasn't he? He was trying oh. to protect himself. So you're did okay with it? CVs, oh, anyway. crap. Oh, well, you're the player. What no. do you think? No, no, mate, he goes. I would have said four weeks straight up. Bang, broken nose. Who knows whether Kelly's going to play into it in the next two weeks. Mm. 12 days is the concussion rule. You've got to rest off. They played two games in 13 days. So it's a 13 day. I don't think he'd be ready. 
I, I reckon. What's your view? Well, no, I agree. I think he, he had. To, I, I actually. So it was a minimum two for me that he had to get. He's got three. I reckon he's probably lucky. Probably should have been four. If he wasn't Patrick Dangerfield, you would have got four. Because I'm glass half full, I actually think the whole thing was handled really well. He was cited straight to the tribunal, so he gets the chance to defend himself. So it's not Michael Christian saying two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Let the tribunal decide. He doesn't have a choice, mate, based on the way the, the rule is written now. Okay. He, had to go, he had to be referred directly to the tribunal. Well, they could have found a way to grade it a bit differently. That's, that's subjective. Michael Christian could have actually graded it differently where he didn't have to go to tribunal. But refer it to tribunal. He gets to plead his case. He pleads guilty. And he gets what he gets. So I actually think it's a reasonable outcome for everybody. Spectators... Danger would kind of say, I've got to get what I get. Well, I just wonder if it'll change behaviour like they're talking no. about, right? Because the interesting thing, the way David King spoke about I heard him on the radio talking about it yesterday. And they sort of like say, everyone's talking about, oh, Dangerfield could or couldn't do something. Actually, Greg Williams spoke about it today as mm-hmm. well, saying he was pissed off because he'd apparently um, got caught in a tackle just before that. Um, and he's gone back at this particular bloke. And he didn't mean to knock him out. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's an accident, that bit. But... The point is, what about the bloke who's got no way of defending himself? Now, if he's tackled, it's a different story. But going at him like that and putting um, putting him at risk, you know, you you, you um you got to take. He him. got ahead of him. If you watch the replay, he was slightly forward of Kelly, and that's how they he's gone sort of like past him, then clunched with their heads. I, I think so lucky he didn't knock <coughs> himself out. I think the difference now to when you were playing, it's very clear now. If you choose to bump and make contact with the head, you're in trouble. When you were playing, you could choose to bump rather than tackle, and it was probably play on. Yeah. So, I don't be know... Off the, it, off the ground as well, and bump. Yeah. No problems at all. In the spur of the moment, I don't know whether the the modern player says, do I have time to think about bumping or tackling? But it's clear. If just, you choose to bump, you've got to take the contact. Just don't bump. Hey... Put out uh, the coach yeah. last night. Yep. Kenny Hinkley said, just don't yeah. bump. But what about what about um six acres? I mean, he's got to get a mention in a few different spots. Um, but what about his his um, strong defence of his player? Why, give me a spell, mate. The bit point. where he said things that we choose not to share about Dangerfield. That is when he got asked the question. Oh, that was about where he played and all that. But yeah. the way he actually defended him for saying, I think he did everything possible. I'm not going to tell you where, he, where we think we should. But but any yeah. coach would defend their player who's on report. Any coach would do that. Yeah. You're a bit harsh on him. I tell you what you're not harsh on is what I don't like about these silly rules. What about, e.g., Connor, Connor Downey, is it? Oh, the Hawthorne bloke. You make your debut, you don't get on the ground, and then you, I assume you're accredited with an AFL game. Regardless, you? if you're a medical sub, you get, you get a game. Well, honestly, do you think that that's how someone should make their debut? Well, that's a different story. That's not the AFL's decision. But you reckon you should be accredited with a game if you're picked and you don't take the field? So what happens? Only if you get substituted, it counts. So because he didn't get substituted on, is one game or no game? No, no, it counts as a game, as as it stands right now, right? He's played as many AFL games as I have, mate. That's a joke. So, but... Um, so what? So my question is the bloke. So for example, the guy who substituted for Boston or for Silvani. So Oscar McDonald yeah. played at half. Um, Jack Ross played yeah. a quarter and a half. Do they count as games? Oh, of course they do. Okay, because they got so, on and got so a kick. If you get yeah. substituted in, then it counts. If you yeah. don't, yeah, okay, that's that's feasible. I mean, he I would could, be I could live with that shame. He'd be embarrassed. How'd you go in your first AFL game? No kicks, no handballs, no marks. Oh, how much time did you spend same on the as, um, None. Same as um, Mooney did in his um, grand final. I was going to say, that's what I was going to say. 
Sorry, um, Shane. You got credited. He actually got a medal as well. What about the other injuries? Is the best news the fact that um, Buddy's coming back? Is he, well, I told you last week. Yeah, you said he was back for round one, Shane, but that's a pretty good guess. He's, play, he's playing this week, though, to Cleddy. Yeah, and you know why I think that is? Because even if he's not 100% right, what value is there with him playing in that B-grade competition? That well, just getting more minutes into him, mate. Just, oh, just, just... No, that's okay. That just wasn't a question the question. You're just happy to see a player like that. I, I the reason why I'm happy is we've got him in round three, so he's got a chance of re-injuring himself this week. Mm-hmm. Right against us. saw Rancid around three. He'll be out. He'll be happy, though, because the last rest. time he played against us, Rancid was playing. He'll be resting. He'd like to see good players on the field, and he's a ripper, so I'm happy to see that. Yeah, about Rao. Well, what about all the other injuries? Yeah. Brisbane. Yeah. Poor kid. What's happened there? Have they confirmed that it's, it's nothing more serious than a PCL? Oh, I haven't heard. Uh, no, it was mentioned today. I didn't get a chance to catch up on that. But um, another um, reason they. P.S. The that. guy at um, Proud, he's gone for the year. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's done his knees. He, he, um, um, I forget his first name. Pierce. Oh. Um, he's done Daisy. his knee before. I don't know. No, he's done his knee before. Yeah. <laughs> Paul. Uh, anyway, he um, he. He's out again for another year, and he and he. I don't think he played a game last year, or he got injured really early as well. So, yeah. terrible luck. So there's a bit of that going on at the moment. So, but what about the upsets? Oh, well, there was the one. Crows. No one the saw. Crows. What about the Crows? Alex Pierce. That was but Alex. Just come to me. <laughs> Lucky you've got that record that's got every team listed in it. It comes hey, in heavy. Text. Credit where credit's due to the Crows. That was an outstanding effort, right? I don't care if Geelong are not up or whatever, or Mr Six Acres goes over there complacent. <laughs> that was as good as you could expect. And and what about the real Tex up and yeah. about? The Texan. When was the last time he kicked five goals? Hey, momentum builds um, momentum. I think it was last season, for the whole season. Oh. Took him the whole season. Like it's like Essendon yeah. in the 1990 grand final. Yeah, it's sort of like he Fantasia. Five goals. He's already scored more goals than he did for the last two years at Essendon. Environments. Same with um, same with um, Neil Dano. Um, Neil Dano. Mm. Any, anyway, <laughs> it's been a while um, since Neil kicked a goal. Mm, mm. And speaking of of players who who did catch your attention in terms of um, stunning starts, last week we spoke about big names. I did go and check the link. Um, I think he had three possessions and kicked a goal. So. Off to a big start, as predicted there. Who? Stinky Eel. Who? Lincoln McCarthy. No, he didn't kick two goals. Had 15 no, he didn't kick two goals, mate. He look. did not. Go and check. He did not. Um, go and check, check your record, mate, because you would have been marking it off on Saturday night. If can you, you go, hey, so, go breaking check. news. While we're talking yeah, over no. here. Which game? Breaking Brisbane. news. Right. Lincoln breaking McCarthy. news. One two of the things that Tex has brought that out is his record from last weekend's game, and he's absolutely stoked around the fact that every team's list is in the record, so on Saturday night he was marking off the goals, you, you should be able to tell how many links scored. Two goals. Two goals? 16 possessions and two goals straight. Back in business, mate, Sorry? it was a starting, was it was a magnificent start. Three well, possessions, mate. you say? One goal? Yeah. One, where'd you get that from? So, oh, I actually heard someone say Dribble. one goal. But yeah, you're dribbling again. Anyway, no, no, okay, I'll clear it up, sorry Shane, you you're right mate, uh, but six acres mate. He's going to keep no, going. Going to play. no, players. Who, yeah. There's only one player oh, that's Sorry, about I misread not. my bullet and points that I've written for myself here. You, know, you, know, you, you got excited, right? But you should get excited because Dusty Martin on Thursday night was just like, we know what he's like. He, he has gone to another level. It's no, incredible. No. It is incredible. And we, if we can just be a little indulgent about your Tigers for a minute, I can't think of a player in my lifetime who's. I, I saw Gary Ablett Sr. was a standout. It's Dustin Martin now for me, clearly. Mm. He's the best player I've ever seen. 
Really? Yeah, I do. I think it just keeps doing it. Just keeps it's doing it. It's hard to watch, mate. I've got to say. Someone has to tag him. Shane. <laughs> it's hard to watch. Shane, someone has to tag him. Mate, you reckon, they've tried everything. The coaches, they can't. They don't come up with anything. I think, and the player when don't have the ability to, to negate him. Watch, but at least try. Watch, watch trying, mate. Watch making their mark, mate. Because I think the most underrated coach going around still is Damien Arnold. He's won three. He's coached three of the last four flags, mate. But there's a fair bit in his coaching that also helps. Um, you say he's the back. most underrated coach going around. Yeah, he's certainly been doing a bit of that. Hey, going underrating. around. Going around. Mm, no, it's good text. Well done. He's All right, getting around. <laughs> mm. Indeed. Mm, mm, indeed. Very good. Wasn't even coach of the year last year. Well, speaking of coaches, coach I think, of the year. Uh, yeah, coming in, mate. At least you were nominated, mate. Who it's beat you again? That bloke from the Northern Territory. Oh, of course. Diversity, mate. Of course. It's okay. it's exactly. Carry on. It's probably a female. Okay. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent goal by Morwood. Now, Shane, we're going to be talking about which coach imploded. <laughs> I don't like the time there, Turtle. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. What are you trying to imply? Nothing, just other than the fact that I think we should have been doing last week's segment in coaches <laughs> this week around how you saw the skills playing out, considering now we've got a little bit more of a sample. In fact, the sample well, size doubled in, in one week. True. Yeah. How does that work? Well, there was only one round last time, and now we've seen two, so ah, it's a big improvement. I like it. Yeah. Mm. Who imploded, Shane? I can start you off. I can give you some suggestions. Give you one, and I'll go okay. to you. Down, at the high, down the highway, mate. He kept going further west <laughs> over to Adelaide. He's lost and, his marbles, that bloke. Hey. He's done more than that. I oh, don't encourage him. No, he has. Well, there's six acres of space. He, he is defending him. his performance on the weekend. Oh. He he thinks, well, round one, it, it's not really a sample where the competition is. Let's wait for the next one. Well, I can tell you one thing that talk about implosion. They imploded in the grand final in the second half last year, and they've continued on the form against Adelaide. Now, Adelaide just bought the heat. They did not cope with it, and he didn't cope with it. Mm-hmm. What do we see from any of their leaders on the weekend? Nothing. Well, Absolutely well, nothing. the opposition, one of them. Paddy Dangerous got three weeks for it. Have yeah. a think about your actions, mate. But, you know, he said, oh, we're scoreless from 450 entries. Our decision-making was poor. Our execution was poor. Absolutely. And then he goes to the well, Adelaide had longer to prepare than us. What a load of cog wash. I'll cog say wash? Polite. Is that like cog's wallet? I don't care. <laughs> Two mixed metaphors there, mate. You can do whatever you like. Mix it up however you like. Mm. And, like, they played for a month longer. Like, to, this theory about, oh, well... Adelaide's had longer to prepare. Bull crap. So did Carlton. Mate, what a load of crap that is. Richmond played for four weeks longer. So did Geelong. Mm. Mate, I'm telling you, you think they don't have the sports scientists to prepare the players right on for round one? Absolutely they do. So don't give me that crap six acres that, oh, Adelaide's had longer to prepare. I'm just excited that you're all calling him six acres now. Well, six acres is probably <laughs> six hectares, I reckon. I think uh, you're both, now you're no both good. collectively harsh on him. But well, anyway, I am, because I can't believe what he said. Hey, no, who was worse than the, the, the honesty, the thing he should have said, hey, we didn't cope with the pressure today. We just did not cope. We just come over here thinking we're going to win a game of football because we're playing Adelaide. If you look at Adelaide's last four or five games of last year, mm. they were fantastic. Yeah, what, did, what did they bring? High-intensity pressure football. And that's what they brought on the weekend. And they didn't cope with it. Again. Well. Not good. I would just say... They were. He's trying to deflect. He should not be deflecting. Understand that, but why don't we judge him on 
what they dish up this week. No, no, but we asked about yeah, we're talking about this week. I can't okay, tell you. So I think you're harsh on him. But okay. Well, who was worse than him? On the no, weekend? it's his comments. It's his feedback I'm harsh on. I liked Geelong. I think they'll be there again. They'll be there about. They could but be on, on this performance. Improved. On this performance and him defending it again, just be honest and say, hey, we were weak as you know what today. Who was worse, Tex? Oh, the bloke at They were embarrassed. The bloke at Essendon was, was the, 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 the disgrace of the weekend. Well, he did, not, he did not make a move. Correct. He was getting smashed in the third quarter. He had bloody, what's Massive his name? Hooker up the other end. Ball not even going up there. Put him in the back line. He's played defensive footy before. Get a big bloke down in their forward in their forward their forward half. Try and stop the flow. You know what he said? Oh no, well we've got our structure and we need to learn that. Yeah, well you do, but the components of the game stop the flow. He does that for five minutes, he probably wins the game. That's just ignorance, inexperience, or he's just he's just not the right player. Uh, right what's the date? Twenty third of March, on calling time of death on his coaching career at the end of round one. That bloke has been at that club. That wasn't his first game as coach. No, that's his 20... Oh, no, sorry, 17. That's his 18th. He was down on the bench, so he should have been able to influence more, because that's the whole reason you well, go he was down, down on the bench. bench in the first half, too. Yeah, but he did nothing in that third quarter. He did, did nothing to stem the tide. And I know coaches don't pick up kicks and give handballs. Well, Tommy Mitchell's had about 17 I'll touches I'll in the third quarter. Him, right? Tommy He's Mitchell's had 17 touches or something like that in the third quarter. Yeah, but, I mean... Okay. Well, where's the likes of McGraw and Merritt? I tell you where they are. Chasing, chasing kicks. There's one other one that was worse than Rutten, I reckon. The Ooh. bloke on Thursday night. Teague. Again, I I'll tell you why, right? Oh, well, you, you'd written him off after about three games last year, mate. That, they are falling into the same traps they have for the last few years. Goals on end from um, the opposition. Um, no defensive efforts. Their half-backs go kick-chasing. Um, Saad looked good when he had the ball. Uh, but poor old um, what's the other bloke 15 the, the co-captain um, the guy who had a couple of knee reconstructions oh. I can't believe I've um, forgotten his name anyway he he uh, for example Dockety. that's the one um, he's gone from all of a sudden having to be a lockdown bloke now mate because Saad's taken over the let me just run off and do whatever I want and Doherty can't do it he's no good at doing that sort of role no good that bloke Teague. they won't go anywhere mate so while they've still got Teague as a coach um, don't have to worry about it. In fact, I think um, Collingwood are a big chance to, to beat them quite comfortably, actually, on Thursday night. Well, well, I think components of that game where Rich, Richmond dominated inside 50, 75 to 41, that is a big concern for Carl. They don't, they can't defend. Um, it's a world record. Richmond, Richmond, I think the thing that they do, one of the things they do better than any other team is they carry the ball. They actually carry the ball from a distance point of view. Can't do that. They go to the kicks. And I thought they used the ball quite well. But when it's a turnover, bang, they're getting... I mean, Richmond weren't effective enough going forward. You know, difference of 34 inside 50s. They've only got them by 25. They should have been closer if they had kicked straight in the first, third quarter, Carlton. But um, true indication of the game is Richmond are going to be right up there again as uh, Turtle and I picked last week as Premiers for 2021. What, what have you got for him next week, mate? What, what, well, he's got two weeks, actually. Well, I think you've you overlooked one. More? You've overlooked a coach that didn't perform on the weekend. I haven't overlooked anyone. Okay. Well, what about the bloke who coaches, the uncontracted bloke who coaches Collingwood? Well, he, he, exactly wasn't, he wasn't on my list. I'm following the run sheet this week and done some preparation. So I thought we were going to talk about the bloke up in Brisbane. But anyway, segment, but while you're there, uh, if Rutten doesn't make whatever round four, five, six... 
must be one either, because I'm telling you, they will be lucky to win one game in the first six, and the club will have to make a call and say, right. see you later I now. I don't disagree, so, Get down to the CV right away. Um, get that all sorted. You might be out of a chance. Why are you attacking the bike in Brisbane? Hey? I'm just asking a question. I just put down some dot points for, for Shane to consider. What's, what's he going right? What's the bloke in Brisbane that on Okay, well, what was yeah. your feedback on him? Uh, not prepared as well. Not prepared as well. Yeah. Slow to start. Uh, they haven't had time to prepare like a Swans have. Crap. You know what's interesting about him? Uh, is that he's, he's a good people person, right? They, 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 they think the strength of his coaching is his relationships and all of that. So you would have thought, off the back of the last two years, they'd be up and about ready to go in round one. Home game, playing against Sydney, and they didn't show up, mate. Right? That's their problem. And that's, 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 you are, that's, you are that's very harsh. If you sample look at the history, Sydney have harsh. very good form at the Gabba. Well, on a sample size of one, mate, you're, you're um, sending messages all over the weekend about friggin' Port Adelaide um, doubling down on Fremantle. Well, they've just continued their run, that joke run. run, that is Port Adelaide. No, no, Sydney's style run, of play? What did you think? Give me a spell. Loved it. I loved Sydney. Loved everything about Sydney. Some change here last oh, year. Yeah. Johnny Longmire. All right, so what are you giving him? What task are you setting him with over the next two weeks, Tex? I'd like like you to run the forensic lens over both coaches on Thursday night. Collingwood and Carlton, please. David Teague. I'd have to do that. And and I'm fascinated to see how both Brisbane and Geelong respond this week from the get-go. Because they both should be going down there with back We're probably not going to be talking about those games. In two weeks' time, mate, because there'll be another round that goes by. Because remember, you, you've you've already put your annual leave in, so um, just as the theme, you can you can have a look at Teague and has that been so, has that been approved? Uh, well, he's in charge, mate, so oh, he approved right. his own leave. But well, I think Teague, Teague and um, and Buckley the next two weeks, mate, um, give us a report back and in can a couple we talk of weeks. Patrick Cripps as well. What yeah. about him, mate? Ma- ma- maybe on mm. another in another segment, mate. Mm. Um, okay, carry on. So Turtle TV is back again, and because some of us haven't done our homework around uh, making their mark, so that's off limits. What did you notice this week, my good friend? Well, you know that, um, and thank you for that wonderful introduction, since I haven't created a stinger yet for the segment, mate. We, we, we actually didn't think it would last till episode three, but the feedback on Twitter has been overwhelming. I'd like to thank the other pumper for, um, for sending back the positive <laughs> feedback around around particularly our, our commentary on maps and have I got some some um so a new a new way of looking at it this week, Shane. I've decided now until the season finishes, mm. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do a maps Brownlow. So I'm gonna give out three, two, one each week for um any one of the participants. Um so can I say three represent what? Three votes. Yeah as in like best on ground for that week. Poor performance, no, comments. No, no, just for um, the love pretty much how I saw it. What all, is it? All of the above. Oh my god! Um, it's all of those things combined, mate. You'll struggle to get. You'll find three, two, and one. No, no, very easy. There's a lot of threes. Yeah, well, that's true too. There's so. a lot of dusties out there. It's, it, it was worse if it was the other way around. So very different reasons for for all of these. In fact, I might have two ones, mate. I might have to split my my one vote between between two people um, on the show. But um, mate, so last week they introduced the three. The three um, couples after couples. having um, three dropouts from yep. um, the weekend before. Yep. And we started talking about that in last week's episode. And then there was a third couple, which is quite controversial because that had 
um, the young fella who's quite um, um, quite emotional, in touch with his feelings, um, and he's going out with a lady. Yeah, he's got the Queensland haircut, quote unquote. Oh, I was going to yeah, say the um, Queensland couple. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, no, she's from Sydney. She's a senior oh. brand manager from Sydney. Oh. Um, and, mate, was there a class difference between those two in her mind? I don't think um, I would employ her. Well, that was a walkout. Um, actually, there's quite a few people who might not get let back on in their, their places of employment after being on this show would be my suggestion. Um, Tex, um, what, have you been, have you been work, staying in, work place in, the, trainer. in the Texina household? I, um, I did get off to a flyer there with Mats and then I lost a little bit of interest once they brought on the bisexual confused man. I thought that was against oh. the grain of the show. However, um, I would say that I don't mind the cut of the jib of um, the, is it Kerry, one of the recent additions, the bride? Yeah, and, yes. and I find I'm incredibly interested in the makeup of Belinda, who ah oh, she's looks like she's fifteen, but she's thirty. She's yeah, the, she's probably not your most extroverted on baller type. She's your solid back pocket player who will interesting choice of this is first, first, did first you, date. Did you see her little um, cropped um, little home? It, it, Fanny Kim. It looked like the um, the grandmother had done some crochet, yeah. and she was wearing that outfit. Yes, I saw yeah. that. Uh, no. <laughs> I tell you what, I not saw. Not that I'm a fashion critique. What I did see <laughs> last night. we can night, tell. <laughs> what I did see last night for thirty seconds was where the family came on and gave some feedback oh. to the and to the great segue. Thank you, Tex. Because there's my three votes. Rebecca. Three votes to Bryce's mum, um, where she's come in when Bryce is on there with um, Melissa. And um, the mother's Bang. gone in there and pretty much asked the bride why the hell she was still with her son, yes. which I thought was magnificent. So, so just picture it. They've gone Grow into up. their own. They've Grow basically up. gone gold class. They've gone gold class. And they've pulled back the curtains. And guess what? It's a, it's a Skype, Skype hookup with um, each, each sets of family, family members and mate. That was off to a bit of fireworks, I think. As we speak right now, um, the Tuesday night episode's in there and uh, Mrs. Turtle's waiting for me to finish this off so we can get in there and get some more feedback. But three votes to Bryce's mum. Is Chanel still in it? Chanel. Chanel. Who's Chanel? Coco. Is oh, she okay. no. Coco. No, no, she was she one left. of the three left. Oh, yeah. thank Christ. She left. Okay. She left. Uh, so Coco's gone. Now, Body two votes. To Bryce. He, he somehow manages... Because what they did was they showed the commitment ceremonies for the last three weeks. Or all of them, perhaps, oh. that the couples have been through. Yes. There probably weren't more than three anyway, because we're only about three or four weeks into, into the program. So, pump up. We've got a few more weeks of, of maths commentary to come. Um, but he has absolutely been slammed again. And this bloke just will not... So, he's been caught out, apparently, saying some stuff in the gym and there's... Girlfriend, girlfriend on the outside. That's it, mate. Very poor form. So, Bryce, two votes, mate, for coming back and, and getting involved. And then, mate, what would the voting be without giving at least a share of the votes to Alessandra, who's the, one of the new... You're obsessed news, with her. Nice, she's actually a, a balanced psychologist who's, who's on there, looks fair income and knows what she's talking about. Those other two clowns, that Johnny Aitken bloke. Fair income, mate. Who's your uh, favourite group? Alessandra. I didn't even know what passion was. I like the hipster dude. Um, the guy who's um, hooked up with um, Booker. Oh, David? Is that his name? Oh, Brett. 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 I think, Brett I think Brett there's uh, yeah. trouble brewing with those two. Oh, don't tell me you've been reading Daily Mail. No spoiler. I've seen the signs, mate. See the signs. Signs on the bloody highways and all that stuff. No. Him and, what's her name? Booker? Booker. Booker. Oh, Shane, please. Booker. Now, the other one who Truth I did want to give a vote to, because I remember watching her intro video, Alana, um, the school teacher... No, <laughs> she's the um, the school teacher from Brisbane, and she's going out with 
the construction estimator um, <laughs> who, who's, who's got a bit of love making magic if you remember he got some feedback on the couch a few weeks in fact he would have been into votes a few weeks ago based off the feedback he got but um, I do feel a bit sorry for her because he's no emotionally spark. empty spark. Yeah, he's emotionally empty that bloke so he's not giving her much love so anyway She's really so that's the starting point mate in the, um, the maths brown low that's a problem. Uh, happy to take any feedback especially from you other pumper and I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Texas Triumph. What a magnificent display from a professional outfit who sit back and... The difference between going from good to great is to be able to read the tea leaves. So unlike Geelong and unlike um, Brisbane, who was steamrolled and got overawed by the occasion, Port Adelaide turned up and got the job done. Not complacent, put north to the sword, as experts thought that they would have. So outstanding debut by Port Adelaide. Clinical. They're getting better with Fantasia and others into that side. I was very, very bullish about them. And it was great to see a good club get out there and perform. The other off-field uh, credit that I give to the weekend is actually to the AFL. To, to get those games off the ground with 50% capacity, seemed seamless at the ground when you turned up. Um, good spectacle, not overly policed by security. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a great first round of footy. To put it on the way they put it on and to see Port Adelaide do what they did was outstanding. So I think I've won the over-under, Shane. He's, he's come with two again, right? So uh, he's now got seven in three rounds, so his average is 2.33 triumphs per, per episode. Well done, Tex. Um, but I think you may have missed one. Well, and, and I know you were positive about it on Thursday night because I saw some of your Twitter feedback, mate, um, around the, the unfurling of the two flags. Did you enjoy that? No, was I didn't. It, was I mate, that was... mate w- humble and hungry. What a professional way that they did that, mate. They involved... Their supporters, the supporters actually got up and, and did the presentation. It was marvellous, mate. Arrogant and obnoxious. I'll tell you one other thing I saw, which was nice to you, see. You're on your own, mate. So you just, so we get a right of reply or to the to the other two tries? Or? Yeah, go on. Okay. No, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> also, um, credit to Adam Trelaw to go out there and uh, conduct himself the way he did on Friday, Friday night. And you know what wasn't lost on me? I'm not sure how I felt about it, but I watched after the game, every single Collingwood player, every single one, went out of their way to go over to Adam Trelaw and give him a hug, or, well, they were actually giving him a hug. So That, that was before the game, mate. No, no this was after. So that's Tyler Brown did it before the game. I did see that, but yeah. I, I watched yeah, every, every single player. Yeah, yeah, I do on that. What does that tell you? No one wanted him to leave that club in the playing group. Correct. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, that's why their players are not... Um, Selection, but I didn't. I didn't like Ned Guy, mate. The way that Callum Brown went over to him before Tyler, the game. Tyler, 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 no, I didn't, Callum I, Brown I didn't was like a medical that. substitute, mate. I didn't Although like his that numbers have beefed up. That that wasn't cool, but um. Made it to Well, try done, well done to Adam, and well done to the Collingwood faithful. Shane, Shane Stevenson. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, got some time in the midfield. Great effort. Thirty-five touches. Yep. Give me a spell. You picked that early, coach. Did. We'll see how he goes, mate. One game, mate. It's a great sign. Fantastic. Good on him. Send him a text during the week. An unaccountable midfield down there at Port Adelaide, mate. 
Not on they couldn't even they couldn't even cover Jaden Stevenson. How's that go for you, mate? Hang on to your hat. Hey? All right, okay. Round four. Text magnificent. Round four, Friday, 9th of April. We've already given that one up, mate. Hang on to your hat. Yeah, we'll get, I'll tell you now what Port right, Adelaide wins that game, mate. Port Adelaide v Richmond in the City of Churches. Hmm. Hang on to your hat, Shane. That's all I'll say. Yep. Should be a great game. Yep. Right Pick them as you certainly. Oh, that's right. You're out of that comp already. Sorry, mate. Good on your text. Stay positive, mate. We're with you. At the coaching text. Oh, who needs a stinger when the two of you can come in and remind everybody? The 12 inch version text. That's very good, mate. Uh, you okay then, mate? We might have to blow him back up again. Like a balloon. <laughs> like a balloon. <laughs> oh, they've been active this week. Hey? Oh, the, the activity's well, been we up. We might have to apply the medical substitute since you're going to be away next week, Tex. Um, mate, what a, what a flourishing return from some of our tweeters. And there have been a few who've um, been hiding for a while, mate. But oh, I mentioned earlier the other pumper uh, up and about. Uh, and our old mate Kim Jong from Karaya, he's um, he's pretty good. But <laughs> did you get any um, the old the old letter? Because I know he's not very active on uh, as active on Twitter. But the bus driver from up in Bendigo, mate, did he um, did he reach out to you he's, after listening to? Has he lost his license or something? Is he listening very to the inactive. podcast again? No, What's he, going on? He's making the pilgrimage down from Kangaroo Flat because he'll be at the G on Thursday night. Or Carlton v Collingwood. Oh, is he in the yeah. same zone as you, mate? Uh, no, we've organised that. But now with the 75% capacity... With the missus? Not sure. Don't get, don't delve into people's personal life. But Mick, the bus driver, will be at the G. No doubt about that. Um, Where well, does he park the bus, mate, when he comes down there? Special dispensation yeah. because... Is of that the, like in the... Does he, does he stop at that BP at Calcello where they've got the big bus car parks and then just Ubers it, it in from Calcello, mate? Because he's got the half finger, he yeah. actually gets a special park underneath the ground. Yeah. Disabled. Is that right? True, absolutely. Oh, give me a spot. I should. I, do I qualify? Uh, you'd be the three quarter finger. <laughs> the, the finger jokes aren't good for um for podcasts. Paul from Hat Check One is active. And what about Mister Flynn? Oh, off his oh, taboo. Oh, my off his Nineteen hundred and forty-four days. Nineteen hundred and forty-four days. He wouldn't have tweeted on Sunday, would he? He would have been too busy. He did, mate. He, he, he said he enjoyed his stay at Wood, their, their stay at the Hotel Six Acres. Um, he said there was plenty of room in there. Um, he he's just a, upgraded the membership, I think. Mr. Space Space he's yeah. upgraded the membership. He was pretty there. impressed with um, the pre-season. No, no, mate. He liked the bit. concierge there, Josh Jenkins. Um, <laughs> Ex-Adelaide player, mate. They, they're on good speaking terms, mate. Oh, so, no. Um, no, mate. It was... Um, it, but could you imagine if you're... Um, uh, a Geelong supporter, mate. You're in the Ablett pocket there, the Ablett stand or terrace or whatever they call it down there. Um, and that little prick, Lachlan Murphy, the little left foot, a little smart ass, has, has jagged one out of his backside, uh, running around with a finger and all the... Bit. I, I just had visions of, of Flinny there, mate. Um, he was probably back at um, a pub in Richmond somewhere, mate. I'm guessing, Tex? He was. He was actually really enjoying because he gave the Crows no chance, but... He's been pretty, no, circum- he's pretty keen on Nick's again, mate. I he's think, pretty uh, circumspect now. He's now he's looking at two in a row when they get the job done this week. Again. Finals? Uh, he's not talking finals yet. Not yet. No, not talking finals yet. But, but if he's like with his two goals of Sydney, mate. He had a bit of spring in the step. In fact, in fact, sure. in fact it was more than a spring in the step. It was a trot. But then I realised he was heading straight to the Langham buffet that had opened up. Took the four points. Don't start with that, mate. He's not. 
Like he's not comfortable with that sort of humour, so just leave him alone for God's sake. Mate. He's expressed. He's taken the express from Richmond to the Buffers. All right. I think one eight hundred EAP is going to get a run uh, tomorrow, mate. Paul yeah, from yeah. Hatcheck one. His tips are in for the the footy comp is flying, mate. The How footy competition got... is flying. So does anyone yeah. know? So what's what's happening, mate? Is he um. Well, um, Courier Pigeon's going to bring his hundred dollars down for the. For the how are you getting that? He week? is in this week, and I'll have more to say about it next week. But but Paul is in. And what do you mean you'll have more to say about it? You won't have any more to say about next week. Well, he's in. Paul's so in. What's the, the, we the can't have a competition with just one member. Look, I can't make this any simpler. For those who didn't quite follow my tweet, <laughs> it's very simple. But there were two of them. You pick one winner every week. That's all you do. And the following week, you can't pick the same team to win or you can't pick against the same team to lose. Bang. Easy, yep. right? So if you're That's a one, much better explanation than it was last week. I'll just, I'll just repeat for the slow learners out there. One winner a week, you can't pick the same winner two weeks in a row and you can't pick against the same loser two weeks in a row. Yeah. Winner so. stays in, loser goes out, last man standing. Much clearer. Takes so, the pool. So, much clearer. If you both get Love through it. to the grand final, which won't happen, but Love let's it. just say you did, then we'll be nearest the pin. Shane already through to round yeah. two, mate. Be yeah. nearest the pin. Yeah. Oh, how are you going with that, mate? Yeah. Yeah. Lucky you didn't, you didn't pick the Dockers, and your certainty didn't come through either. I'm going to give you a tip before we leave. Oh, could you, mate? <laughs> but explain, how many What's actual tweeters have entered the competition? Mate? Give us a tip. Seven. 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 Seven in at the minute. Okay, so, so once you take out all the junior tech sooners, how many are left? And us two? Uh, how many other Three. people? One. Seven hundreds in the pool. Uh, has um, Mr. Beanbag had a crack? No, not yeah, sure, but, but people still have time. Mate. People still have time. I reckon he spent a hundred. Because well, so what happens less than 48 hours, boys. How do you less let everybody know hours. while you're away on leave? Um, who's left in the competition? Uh, after we'll next we'll week. do it via Twitter because that's the platform to communicate with me via DM. I think you call it the direct massage. Um, <laughs> uh, Forty-eight hours. In all seriousness, those yes, the hashtag Anastasia. Mate. Thousands of listeners out there. They have until the bounce of the ball on Thursday night. So forty-eight hours to join the footy tipping competition. Just so who's your tip for this week? Who's your certainty? Um, because how does it work when you bumped out last week and our little one, we've got a private one, uh, which you're already out of. Um, Shane and I have progressed around two. No, so I'm in the main one still. Yes, because it hasn't started, so Correct. well done. And so you want my certainty for this week? So we could go for different certainty, Shane, for that. For, for Shall we? Yeah, why don't we? <coughs> Considering we both... Well, you don't want to share it, otherwise everyone will copy you. Oh, no, no, we'll DM you, copy? mate, relax. Yeah. Um, but for our private competition... Yes. Uh, well, not so private because we let everyone know what's going on in the podcast. But Shane and I are already going to either split the um, the hundred dollars we've made off you, mm-hmm. um, or we'll progress another week because we've both picked the same team this week. Did we tell? Did we tell the listeners last week? I'm not sure if we did. Yeah, we did. We did. We, did. we ended up oh. telling them. Yeah. So they'll so all know that you picked Geelong last week. So we've both right. picked Richmond this week. You yeah. picked. You've picked both picked Richmond. Yeah, because we couldn't pick Port Port Adelaide again, and we couldn't pick against North Melbourne again. Yeah. And I picked Geelong last week. Correct. And lost. So I can't pick Geelong again and I can't tip against Adelaide. Well, you can't because you're out. Well, no, you can do whatever you like. You're out of of this competition. competition. So don't tell everyone. But these ones, this one. If I had a certainty this week, it would be Port Adelaide. And if I was having a bet on the TAB this week, it would be North Melbourne at the line because Gold Coast are not that good. What's the line? 21 points. Uh, Gold Coast 21. I'm saying North with a 21 point start. All right. So what's the other way around? Is it 21 points? Plus, plus for John, what what God yeah, Coast paying? Yeah, same yeah, what, what, what are they paying for that? Dollar ninety, it'll be dollar ninety. Dollar ninety at the line for Gold Coast. Yes, 
Okay, that, that's a pretty good bet, I would have thought. Hey, Shano, fascinated to see how Collingwood respond to Carlton on the weekend and equally how Geelong and Brisbane respond to each other. Um, Collingwood will lose by five goals. Okay. Um, Brisbane will beat Geelong. At Geelong? Yep. The bookmaker from Bowen, um, I saw he was active again. Um, <laughs> active again on, on... Been very windy down there. He, he, made, he liked one of your, your comments on Twitter text. Did you, did you I didn't that? see that. Well, it does register on your feed, mate, so do take a note. You'll have, do to, take show a note me, on you'll have to show mate. me how to do There's that. There's a little little thing down the bottom called notifications, mate. That's normally where you spot it. Um, you two are much smarter than I am. Uh, Adelaide, any chance to beat Sydney in Sydney? Yep. Shame. Yeah. Uh, I, mm, yep. I wouldn't have thought and so. And conditions will suit. Although they have historically conditions done well there. Suit. right? In, part, in bygone eras, they've done Correct. well there. Absolutely. Buddy's back though, mate. GWS smaller ground and they've a bigger chance if Buddy plays at Adelaide was Nixon assistant no he was the GWS assistant no, but he played at Sydney played at Sydney and GWS assistant yeah. yeah if you wait till late as they say the last game of the round is Frio and GWS in Perth that's a big game what's GWS what else uh, they're not favourite they're Frio are a dollar eighty favourite GWS at two dollars I reckon okay. they're a chance to mm. Mm. Well, happy punting. Remember, the more you bet, the more you win. Where are St Kilda and Melbourne playing, Tex? Uh, in Melbourne. Can you, can you go to your record for that? They're, they're that, playing that in Melbourne. How much did you pay for that, that record? That, about $19, and I couldn't have paid cash either because we're... But the thing is, it's got a lot of... Don't get me started. Thereafter. That is a disgrace, that record. The, the cost-cutting, the game on the AFL is a joke. Well, I it's want. your mate Hutchie now. He, he runs it. St Kilda are playing Melbourne at Marvel Stadium on Saturday evening. Ooh, running on top of the ground there. Yeah. Weather fast track would... Yeah. Jump. Yeah. With a good track fast. Jump. <laughs> Jump. Lead. Lead. Win. No, not in that game. They're a chance, Melbourne. All right. What? Kidding. Mate, we're going to see you in two weeks. We we may actually have a spe- our first special guest of the season, depending on how on Shane being able to pull some favours. Have you signed my leave form? I'm okay to have next week off. No, yes. no, we said that you signed your own. Yeah. So yeah. we've got no yeah. say in it, mate. As the machinations once said. <laughs> All right. Carry on. Have a good Don't forget the footy to be at fortnight. the coaching text. See you later.